Hi, welcome to the Mohua Show. My name is Mohua Chinappa and I am an author, entrepreneur and ex-housewife. This podcast is about everything from business to technology to arts to lifestyle but done and spoken imandari se. Hi, for today's episode we have Prabhu. Prabhu is a single dad who single-handedly is raising his son. He says his parents earnestly longed for a daughter but had him instead. So during his teenage years he used to coax his mother to adopt a baby girl but they couldn't do so so he fulfilled his own dream by adopting a boy and who he lovingly calls Arav. Welcome Prabhu in today's episode. Hi Mohua. So we live in a world that idolizes pairs and it's very courageous to venture out and choose to be a single parent, you know. So what's your idea of a perfect family? I don't think there's any concept of a perfect family. We are used to uh, a man, woman, children. That's the concept we are exposed to since childhood. I think a perfect family is how you raise your children and you could be a single parent, a single mother, a single father and it it could be just that. I've seen children raised by in conventional homes and they're raised badly. So I think it's it's how you deal with that. And also I think I kind of agree with you because you know with a um, lot of uh, the whole concept of an ideal family you have the father the mother and the child or two children you know or three children and invariably the fathers all the time in most homes absent because they are pursuing a career and, or the mother is pursuing a career and the children are left with house help or with the grandparents so this whole concept of family has obviously really really changed you know you know they idolize the perfect mother and no child can grow up healthy emotionally without the mother you know without um, because it's just a society has you know carved this whole concept that single fathers cannot do what a mother uh you know can be the caregiver for a family so do you think that uh, you know this uh, is a myth and uh, most men are viewed as the financial support and the nurturer is the woman and we've been fed this forever so so being a single parent for the last 6 years and 2 months i can tell you for a fact um i try my best i try definitely try my best but no single man can do what a woman can do why would you say that that's a given i mean uh, it's just how we are raised and it's it's how our mindset is it'll take another generation or two to bring in that balance it's not there yet especially with uh, indian men it's not there at all even though my dad was very uh, he was not the kind like this is a boy's job or this is a girl's job it was never like that we were raised uh, uh, i was raised in a home myself my brothers and all we were raised where we did we changed the sheets we swept the house and we cleaned the toilet and in those days uh, this is um, 45 plus years ago we had that uh, stone to grind uh, your idli batter and all that so we took turns doing that there was no such thing as your that's your cooking is your mom's job and sweeping is your mom's job and you boys have to do boy things or something we were never raised like that so i've always been for me when i see children raised like that i'm like who are these people i don't i'm not i don't get this this whole boy girl thing i don't see uh, that it's but coming back to your question i think the way a woman raises a child and and i'm i speak for 99% i mean there's always that 1% who don't live up to you know but that's unfortunate but 
a man can try his best i definitely i try my i'm earning a living i'm still with him i cook for him and you know i used to pick him up from class and things like that so i've done all of that i've done a father's job and a mother's job and he's since he was a baby he slept in my lap which is what a mother does you know so i've done i've t- taken on both responsibilities but i still believe you know, no man can match up to the stamina of a woman when she's a mother because she becomes a superwoman i mean i've seen my mother four boys i have tough days with a with with one child i mean imagine my mother pull it off four, four times you know it's not it's definitely not easy but it's a start we can pull it off because you need to have a uh, you need to be surrounded by strong women see end of the day it's it today if you're uh, whatever your personality is however it has developed a lot of the credit goes to your mother so if people say mama's boy or whatever i don't i don't take it uh, i'm not offended by it i take it as a compliment you can call me whatever Th- those da- names don't bother me uh, my son is growing up exactly like that like my my best friend is his mother that's what he calls her and uh, he's got my my son has got multiple mothers my sister in law is his mother <laughs> and then his grandmother is his mother and grandmother so so he is uh, cool about it and you know has he ever asked you any questions because you know when he goes into school he'd probably be meeting a whole lot of uh, other children you know with the father mother concept and has arav ever asked you these questions i told him last week that he's adopted okay and how was this i want to tell you in person when we meet so <laughs> i told him last week uh, uh, so this was in the morning and we woke up had breakfast and everything then i was bathing him and uh, so it was it was a very nice morning you know it was the weather has been great and he was in good mood and all that nobody was yelling and screaming at each other so so i told him you know i started telling him how and what and, and he already knows where he came from so like which city he was brought home from he's not from uh, bangalore he knows that and i had taken him to that city as well uh when the orphanage was celebrating their 25th uh, anniversary so took him there so he was on stage he was 4 years old then so he was on stage he got to meet so many people he was old enough to understand what was going on he got to meet a lot of other children like him and older children who were like 22 24 and all that they were giving a speech on the stage and all that so he got to see all of that so now whenever somebody asks him like where are you from i'm from that city or he's like it's a matter of fact then last week i told him i said you know i explained the word to him adopted and what it means and so he kept saying oh i thought i came out of uh, he thought he came out of my friend's tummy who is his mother right <laughs> so i said no no we brought you home you didn't come out of her tummy uh, unlike my other friends kids and all that home he knows so that was the reference given so i said we brought you home when uh, you were 4 months old and then uh, i i told him that some nice people in the orphanage were taking care of you and you know that's what they do you know and then he said uh, you know i was waiting for you to come take me home oh god i was blown by that i was like a 6 year old where does he come where did that come from oh my god you know you make me cry yeah, when i hear then, this you know uh, this was in the morning post breakfast then uh, i was sitting at the dining table having uh, having my la- lunch after few hours and he was watching tv and he asked me can i watch tv and have lunch i said okay fine so he could see me from there um, and uh, he was having lunch and the tv was uh, the 
decent volume where I could hear what was going on. And then he pauses, uh, pauses it, and then he calls me out, and he he tells me. Uh, so I asked him, "What is it? What do you want?" So he said, uh, "Thank you for being my father." That was on the same day. And whenever you know, whenever he expresses his love, and I am incredibly guilty of this, he always initiates it. Like for every ten times he tells me, "I love you." Nine times he said it first. It's that one time I have said it first. How wonderful! So, Prabhu, I need to come back to you know. Uh, I have to delve a little more deeper into the human being that you are. Why would you take the decision of becoming a single father? Is it because you don't believe that two people together can raise a child, and you know, because uh, it is unconventional thinking, and unconventional thinking invariably happens when you've seen situations around you or you've uh, come to an understanding of yourself as a human being. So um, let's just go back into the past, into this whole decision that you took to become a single dad. There are several reasons. Obviously, <clears throat> one was. I used to tell my mom to adopt, which she didn't. I totally agree with her in hindsight. After four children, I think you're done with whatever responsibilities. I was just greedy. I wanted a sister, but that didn't happen. But that stayed in my um, in my mind. So as I was growing up, this was when I was fifteen, sixteen. I used to tell her, and everybody was like, "Stupid teenager! Like, what? He's talking nonsense." You know, nobody took me seriously. As I grew older, it was it stayed in my mind because even at sixteen, I was as serious, but nobody took me seriously. As I grew older, I, I had planned on doing that. I mean, I lived abroad and all that. So the plan was to adopt wherever I'm living, so wherever it's easiest. But it never—I never got around to doing that because you know you start working, you start earning, you start investing money, and you are, you keep setting new goals for yourself. You want to buy a new house, you know, a new car, or you know, you get distracted with all these material things that everything else takes a backseat. But this never left my mind, uh, and. Uh, Getting married was never an option, obviously. So I was totally happy being uh, single, uh, living my life the way. And my 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 dad passed away very early on. It was my mom. My my dad passed away when I was seventeen. So I I hardly got to know him in my uh, older formative years. You know, like when you actually develop a personality and all. I never got to know him enough then. It was always my mom, and she never. I think in, in all the years she was around, she asked me twice, "Don't you want to marry?" I'm like, "No, I don't want to marry. I'm happy the way I'm." Okay, fine. No emotional blackmail, no nonsense. I did. I used to t- tell her repeatedly that I'm going to adopt eventually, and uh, she, unfortunately, she never got to see my son. She passed away before that, but I wish she was around to see that. But that stayed around in my mind. I always knew that I will come back to India. I will uh, adopt. I was only waiting for the law to change. So, that day the law changed. It changed in twenty fifteen, September first. I had applied on September third, twenty fifteen. I didn't even waste any time. The website was not working for the first two days, so not my fault there. But I was one of the first few people to uh, do this. My only disappointment is the numbers have been plummeting every year. Instead of going up, which is so disappointing, which is so disappointing, people uh, worked so hard to f- fight this in Supreme Court and and make it okay for single men to uh, adopt, not just single women, and then nothing happened after that. What would you attribute that to, actually, Prabhu? 
I think one, there's no awareness. So a lot of people who have contacted me after knowing, they're like, oh, I heard it is so complicated. It's so difficult. And uh, a lot of negativity has surrounded this whole process, which is so wrong. It is not like that. But at the same time, you need to be fully prepared. And I'm not talking about financial uh, aspect of it, but emotional and physical aspect of it. Because it can be draining, you know. It, it takes a lot of effort. But then what happens is, it becomes second nature. It's like when you learn to drive the first time, you're like, oh, there's a vehicle coming from here or from there. And, you know, I have to look at the signal. I have to change the gear. I have to do this. I have after a point, it becomes second nature. You get in your car, you wear your seatbelt, and it's just like, oh, I, I know what to do, you know? So the first few days or a month or two or whatever, it's always going to be difficult because somebody's handed you a human child, you know? You get to keep that child and there's no, I mean, there's no return policy. I mean, you can, but one should not, obviously, you know? <laughs> return you policy, yeah, I'm so sure. You can't, you can't step into it with that mindset. No, I'm, let me try for a few months. If it doesn't work out, I'll take him or her back. You know, that is... Yes. You don't go in with that mindset at all. You have to be fully prepared. Like you're, you need to have enough people in your life to fall back on. You're talking about a support, support structure system. around you, yes. right? So, so it's, uh, you know, I will again also ask you about this question in schools, okay? Because having been a mother myself, you know, mm. we've had school groups of mothers, right? Their WhatsApp group has mm. been only mothers. There has never been a WhatsApp fathers group in which, you know, we've discussed. Uh, in fact, today in the evening, I'm meeting a mother who's, uh, you know, whose son and my son studied together. And um, was that difficult for you? Because... Uh, you know, to not, uh, to stick out like a sore thumb, maybe some in some occasions. Of course, Arav is very young right now, but I, uh, uh, have you looked ahead because now there'll be exams and there's going to be tuitions, there will be so many other issues that generally we as mothers in the group, we discussed. So do you feel left out in that? So he, he went to a Montessori nearby for two years. And uh, this is the negative of this. People shouldn't think everything is rosy, by the way. But that should also not discourage you from taking this decision. So the negative of it was when I used to drop him off, 90% uh, it used to be mothers near the gate. And which is understandable. I, I get that. You know, sometimes the dad would drop the kid off in the car and go to the office or whatever. That's And most people would say hi. But I, uh, as time went by, because he was there for two years, some three, four months, six months into school, I figured out that there were uh, groups, like four or five mothers or whatever, like their kids would play on weekends or they had play dates or go out or whatever, take them to McDonald's or some whatever, you know, they liked. So, Ara was never a part of any of this. He was only friends with another kid who used to live two buildings away from us. So, we used to go together uh, in my car every morning. So, that girl, her mother, Arav and myself. And then afternoon, I would pick them up in my car. And and that ended when school ended. So we've never spoken after that. That lady and her kid. Arav still misses her. But they are not in touch. So I sort of gave up because I didn't want to chase people if they don't want to keep in touch. I mean, I'm not going to force myself on you. But this is it's inevitable. You can't help it. You know, it's, uh, I wish people were more uh, like, 
I would get uh, judgmental looks like, why is the dad coming every day or, you know, but I had told the school already that I know the school because my friend's daughter studied there and I know the teachers. So I had told them openly, adopted and all that. So don't worry, we will uh, make sure that he's not uh, bothered or anything like that. Obviously, other parents found out. But they always wondered why I'm single and what is going on and all that. I, I don't think people, unless you become friends with me, have a right to know what is going on. <laughs> you know, you can sit and speculate all the rubbish and nonsense you want to. I mean, or you can just come and ask me. That's also easy. But people choose not to choose, go that path, you know, like. Uh, but I don't, you know, it never affected him, honestly. It bothered me a little bit, but not him. How wonderful. I think that's the resilience of children yeah. because uh, the world that you expose them to is the world that they will see. And, you know, it goes back to that first uh, topic that you spoke about that, you know, strong mothers also raise uh, strong men and yeah. strong boys, you know. And uh, uh, But I just wanted to ask you and talk to you about, you know, the, uh, you know, Supriya Sule brought the bill to legalize same-sex marriage in India, hmm. you know, in the second budget season, right, session. So why do you think it's taking so long for India to bring in this much-needed reform in the policies, you know? So what do you think about this? Is it because of society? Whether we like it or not. We are a very regressive society. Anything that even including a single parent, uh, which is uh, a foreign concept from their, from those other people's perspective. They're like, I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, when Ara was uh, six months old, so uh, for the first year and a half, I didn't work. I just stayed home. Like I would take breaks once a week. My friend would give me a break and all that so that I can sleep through the night because he was being fed every three hours and things like that, which is normal. I mean, this is a baby. So my opposite neighbor, opposite my apartment, not my in my apartment, there was a family living there with uh, teenage boys. And uh, the, the mother, she stopped my maid near the gate one morning and she asked her, uh, how come he has a child? So she said, oh, he's adopted. Because I was always home. My car was always parked. I was not going anywhere and all that. So uh, how come he has a child? He's adopted. So, oh, somebody just handed him a baby, is it? How come? Why does he want a baby? That is the mindset people have. They don't see it from a perspective, oh, such a nice thing, you know? Somebody thought of that. Somebody should have, more people should do that. That is not, our mindset. This is our mindset. What people like you and I think, we are very, uh, we are not even 1%. How do you negotiate this, Prabhu? Because it must be difficult on you emotionally. My support system, it's like, I'm, I'm touch wood, it's like amazing, you know. My, my support system is like brilliant. I mean, everybody's there. If I just call uh, either my brother, sister-in-law, my close friends or whoever, they will show up in 20 minutes. And we all are, <laughs> we all are, uh, Within one and a half kilometers. And that was by design. We all live near each other intentionally. That's the plan. Because, you know, you, you can't move from neighborhood to neighborhood or city to city trying to find that comfort zone. You just have to create it.
for all our listeners right now you know i want uh, you to hear prabhu repeat the word that you need to create your comfort zone and often so many of us you know we think that if you're going through a divorce you're going through a breakup and you're going through a huge challenge in your life we feel that maybe if you shift cities and things will work out which is not true it's about finding the comfort in the place that you're Correct. in but coming back to the fact that you know being a parent is a tough one right you know our life just completely goes awry okay i mean you know your uh, your schedules change you know your socializing changes you can't go out you know that much like the way you did in the past as a young uh, person and you know you suddenly are uh, accountable you know to not leave your child behind the responsibility which of course indian uh, parenting most men like that and i find them and i'm going on uh, you know on the show while saying that there's a very small number of um, uh, same sex marriages where the man takes on the entire responsibility apart from the financial part so in your life uh, you know prabhu what are the kind of changes that you felt that maybe you would like to put back on track after arav grows up is there anything of that sort because he will grow up and he will move on he will have a life of his own i plan on retiring see my my original plan was to retire uh, by 40 but then arav came into my life at 43 and a half and then my new chapter began i mean i have to focus on earning money until then i was fine with earning less as well because i i am not a greedy person i was content with what i had in my life but then this change happened and for the better obviously and uh, i have to my professional life started again but then by the time he turns 18 i'm definitely retiring so i so i have another 12 years to be uh, financially solid i mean i was there already but then yeah you you bring another life into your life and things change coming back to the last question you know in this episode and you're a very very special guest for me we've only spoken about fathers in uh, you know in marriages that have got a mother and a father and the usual uh, idea of a uh, family concept that we have and you know people like you are uh, the change makers actually in society and that's the reason right. you're here on the moa show because we've had some amazing guests just like you who dared to think different and uh, i think single fathers is a very small number but yes it is rising in uh, in you know world over single parenting of course but they are mainly mostly our mothers very few fathers but of course we see the world changing because gender roles are changing you know people are uh, viewing things differently just before we end this episode i would want you to advise some of the single fathers who are going to be listening to you right now you know what is it that you'd like to tell them that uh, you know when a child is uh, unwell when a child is going through some sort of a emotional crisis because you've been long in this now you know and it was a very conscious decision as i the more i speak the more i understand you, uh, would you like to say some words you know because sometimes people are also s- single not out of choice because their spouse has yes. passed away sometimes it's a divorce sometimes it is a very nasty divorce and sometimes the mother is just left and walked out you know and there are stories like this i think we need to be single fathers need to be more patient because patience doesn't come very easy to men as it does to women and we definitely need to be more creative i think the whole thing is not to give up when you feel things are getting tough and you're having difficulty uh, uh, managing your child for whatever reason whether it is 
a lot of work you're dealing with in your own life and then the child is being difficult or unwell or anything patience is key and don't lose your temper which i need to have a grip on but yeah <laughs> easier said than done but yeah you know when a child comes into your life uh you realize whatever you have learned whatever you think of yourself a lot of it becomes very irrelevant because they teach you a whole new meaning of what you thought was right wasn't exactly right there's a new right now you know the things you learn is is mind boggling from a child and we should never never underestimate children that oh you're small and what what would you know the wisdom that c- comes out of a child is way beyond all our all our years of experience it's not the same it's far more elevated and clearer you know there's a lot of clarity which we don't have we think we know but we don't so it's so courageous of you to take on uh, you know the role of being a single father but globally it turns out that every over 8 of every 10 lone parent households are headed by women based on data from 89 countries this translates to 0101.3 million households where lone mothers live alone with their children many other single mothers live with their children in extended households okay according to a study by the university of toronto done in 2016 of the world's 2.3 billion children 14% are growing up in a single parent household in the us alone fathers make for 4% of the total single parent households which shows in the us 2015 census report india is far far behind but according to the head of a city school affiliated to cbsc around 7 or 8 years ago the number of children with single parents was only 1% to 2% of the new admissions which now stands at 15% to 20%. So yes, we are changing as a society. There wow. are 320 billion children worldwide between 0 to 17 years of age living with single parents, mostly headed by single mothers and near near about 2.3 billion children are living in India where they're also being raised by single fathers too. and uh, the data is not yet fully clear but yes the world is shifting and we have many more single fathers who would love to hear this episode today with prabhu and uh, we wish prabhu all the best and lots and lots of love to arav and thank you so much for being on today's episode thank you thank you so much do you our dearest listeners you can find us on your favorite streaming services spotify amazon music apple podcast and of course on all other major streaming services with loads of love we are the mohua show where we talk imandari se